0: Breathing in air. The fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem... Welcome to The Voices in My Head. And the intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High the Council. You can check them out on SoundCloud. Welcome back. This time, instead of creating my own conspiracy theory, I want to debunk one. Which is kind of funny that I would debunk a theory Conspiracy theory, and it's not so much to debunk it, but to say, guys, we're we're trying to create one when it already exists. So I'm going to talk about the new Fed Now system. Now I am actually on the Federal reserve.gov website, and they have this new service called Fed Now. Now I'm not going to read into all the details, but this is supposed to go into effect, and I'm reading it on their website. The target release date for the service is May to July. 2023. High level, and there are several videos out there. High level, all the FedNow services is, is a Federal Reserve version of PayPal and Venmo. That it allows for instant transfer of money between customers of different banks. that That's all FedNow is. Now, I'm sure at a high level, it could be used more for transferring $100 million from Chase to Walkovia or one of the other big banks. And I really think probably right off, that's how it's going to be used. Now, when I watch a lot of the conspiratorial sites, it it is we're going to a digital currency. And that's one of the first things in a point to see the fed now is we're going to a digital currency. Well, first of all, very interested in crypto. I try to stay up in crypto and. Everybody says, Oh, we're going to go to a CBDC, which is a central, a central bank digital currency. And they're going to use this CBDC to track how everybody is spending their money, exactly what you're doing with your money. And we're going to go to a social credit scoring system like what China has. And then they're going to decide that you do not get to order that extra large pizza from Domino's because You have a health issue and the doctor doesn't want you to have it. So they're going to stop specifically you from buying that extra large pizza, or they're going to stop you from buying something, you know, those cigarettes or that alcohol, or they're not going to allow you to buy that plane ticket because you're not allowed to travel because you've been a bad boy or girl. And as I listen to this, it's, I think it's crazy because all those concerns actually exist today. So fed now how whether they're going to be doing that service through a CBdc or just the same technology that Venmo and PayPal already have where it's basically an instant transfer and it's really not an intran- instant transfer. And I've learned this as I delved into cryptocurrency and I saw this running my own business that, that when you accept credit cards that there is a concept separating payment, versus settlement so payment is i go to my grocery store the cashier rings up my grocery i stick my debit card in the machine punch in my pin number payment occurs i am now allowed to leave the store with those groceries in my cart i can put them in my car and drive home that is payment settlement is where that bank or where the grocery store actually has that money deposited into their bank account the the time difference between the settlement and the payment could be anywhere from one to three to five days depending on the credit card company the processing company that you have so there is a multiple day settlement the same thing when you're buying something on paypal so you're you're buying you're on an online store you go through the checkout you can either put in your credit card information or you can do paypal so i punch in paypal go log into paypal it's you know li- linked up to my checking account Boom, I hit sale, payment is made. However, that money is not technically transferred out of my account for a few days and the people that I purchased the goods from do not get that money for a few days. It's not deposited into their account right away. Now I go up to my bank and I'll see a pending transaction, but I can always cancel that. The money hasn't actually left the building yet. And I'm assuming the same thing's happening now with the FedNow system. They're using that same technology and the technology is basically what they already have in place, except that the technology in place is really from bank to bank, not from customer within a bank to another customer within a different bank so everybody's worried that they're going to be tracking our transactions well that's already happening visa folks your banks they're already selling all your information whether it's to the government to track what you're buying or to aggregators that are building profiles on you and then selling them to other companies and taking that information from facebook twitter or some other social media platform and building these of a profile of you of what you like to buy what type of books you buy what type of uh, whiskey you drink what type where you buy health food whether you buy a lot of pizza junk food i mean they're building whole profiles on you based on everything you buy and if you buy anything with a credit card or a debit card they have that information so we already have this digital currency and it's called Visa and MasterCard. I mean, it's digital. Unless you're paying cash for something, everything that's happening in your bank is digital. If you pay with uh, your Visa or MasterCard online or PayPal, Venmo, or any cash app, all, you know, you're doing a cash app payment, that is all electronic. You never see that money in your hand. You see numbers when you log into your your bank account so you go to your bank app you log in you see your balance you see transactions you just see numbers all you see is digital currency so we already have digital currency they're already tracking digital currency now can they limit on what you can and cannot buy yeah that technology is pretty much already there and there there was a con uh A bigger concern that just happened, and I'm on New York Post, and this article is dated September 11th, 2022, and this was making all the rounds in all the different news sites. And the headline is, Visa joins MasterCard, Amex, in specifically labeling gun store sales. Now, when you go to a your bank or some type of credit card processing, and you say, I want to accept credit cards in my business, they're going to want to know what type of business you're in. And they give you a code, a number. The IRS does this. So if if you're following a Schedule C, they're going to want a code of what type of business you have. Now, some of it may be, hey, it's sort of a miscellaneous. So if I'm selling men's clothes, that's going to be one number. If I'm going to sell children's clothes, that may be another. If I say, hey, I just sell clothes, a generic clothes, that's going to be a a a different number. And it's the same thing if I sell gasoline, if I'm a gas station, if I sell alcohol, if I'm a restaurant, if I'm a bar. All these have different classifications. And your state revenue department, when you file your state taxes, they want that number. Same thing with the federal. Now, a lot of times those numbers are the same. Now, I forget if the Visa MasterCard is the same as the federal government or for tax purposes, but I wouldn't be surprised if they are. And all they did with this, the gun sales, the, the gun stores, it, they were listed under uh, hunting and fishing or sporting goods. And it was just this generic like Dick's or sporting goods type stores. So if you're just selling guns there, they can say, okay, we got a specific number or code for you. Now, the reason they do that is some banks do not want to be involved in certain industries. If it is porn or if it is, you know, adult services, whether it's a strip club or something like that, they may not want to be involved in that. Also, they may limit the sales just because of fraud and chargebacks that they don't want to be involved in. One time, I went to my bank and I got a prepaid Visa card. So I put a few hundred dollars on it. They specifically told me that in my state, you cannot buy alcohol with that gift card. And then the next time I was actually in the liquor store, I paid attention and there was a sign right up the register saying, we do not accept prepaid Visa cards, prepaid MasterCards. And I'm only assuming because of fraud that people steal those and they immediately run out and buy liquor. So that's already happening. Now, obviously the Second Amendment folks are very concerned that banks are all of a sudden going to try to shut down Gun sales by saying we're no longer going to accept credit cards or we're not going to allow you to you process these. Now, Visa and MasterCard are not the ones behind that. It is actually the they're not going to make that decision because they, I think they're going to run a foul if they if they try to limit certain sales. And Visa and MasterCard, they're just a bunch of whores. I mean, they they're just saying it for the money. They don't care. Now Your local bank may decide that. And there are certain banks that, or people that actually set up the machine and set up the service for you are saying, we do not want certain types of businesses because we just don't want to be involved in them. So if you have a strip club or a massage parlor that may or may not be legitimate, they may say, we're just not going to be involved in that. That's just not our brand. That's not what we want to be. And so these codes, we will not cover. However, there's always going to be somebody out there that's going to say, yep, we may take more of a cut. We may charge you a higher fee to do this. And that's really what they do. You know, they also use those codes for is to figure out what your fees are, because if you're in a industry that has a lot of fraud and a lot of chargebacks, they're going to charge you a higher fee for processing that transaction. So part of the way I am debunking the fact that FedNow is the big bad boogeyman of social credit scores and digital banking and say, guys, we already have digital banking. We already have a digital currency. It's card, Visa, MasterCard, all the cash apps. Everything is done digitally. So it is already here and FedNow is not bringing it in. So fascinating to watch and see how that's going to work out, whether the Federal Reserve is going to come up with a, their own CBDC. And I think they will, but it will only be used for the big players. It'll be used to transfer money between banks and across um, into different countries to send U.S. currency to Germany or to Britain or to Taiwan. That, that's what it's going to be used for. When individual people use these CBDCs, I doubt it because banks are whores and they want, they're not going to give up their corner where they sell the, their their wares. They're not going to give that up. They're drug dealers. They're not going to give up their corner where they sell their meth, their crack. And they're not going to give up to, to the Federal Reserve. Remember, these big banks own and control the Federal Reserve. So not seeing that happen. However, it's still very fascinating to watch. Thanks for listening.